You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. So today I have some really exciting news before we dive into another awesome interview here on the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I'm going to read you just a few sentences from an article I read on Mashable. Are you ready? Here we go. Drum roll. Amazon's popular voice assistant, Alexa continues to invade our everyday lives. The online retail giant announced today that it's releasing an Alexa app for all Windows 10 users. The voice assistant was previously available on only select Windows 10 laptops, but starting today, you'll see it officially in the Microsoft Store for everyone. What's great is that you can use the app on both Windows 10 computers and the Xbox One, and yes, Alexa can live in harmony with Cortana. The voice assistant built into Windows 10. Why do you guys care? This isn't a hardware podcast. This is a traffic and leads generation podcast. Well, if you've been listening for long, you know that this is a segue into making sure that your brand is available on Alexa and other smart devices. Folks, they're overtaking the world, and your brand needs to take advantage of this. This is so important for your digital marketing. If you're thinking of doing videos or a podcast or whatever content you're thinking of doing, just stop right there and instead start doing flash briefings on Alexa. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, no idea how to get started, and you're so confused, guess what? One Click Lindsay has the answer for you. Simply go to smartspeakerwebinar.com. There's a quick video. It's about 45 minutes that explains all the ins and outs and how easy it is for you to get your brand on these smart speakers. Folks, Christmas is coming. Everyone's going to get a smart speaker for Christmas. And when they're searching for content... Let's make sure your content is in there. All right, just simply go to smartspeakerwebinar.com, get registered, and I'll tell you all about it. All right, enough of that. Let's talk about today's amazing interview. Today, I'm interviewing Miss Meg Kearns with Mockup Media. That is M-O-K-U-P-Media.com. We are talking about how to build authentic relationships online. Why is this interview so special? Because guess what, folks? I love Meg, all right? She's a member of my Traffic and Leads membership program, and through this relationship, I have grown extremely fond of her. I respect her take on social media marketing, so you guys will absolutely love this episode. All right, enough of me prattling on. Let's talk to Meg. I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey, Meg, welcome to the program. So excited to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah. So before we get started, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? Definitely. I am Meg Kearns. I'm currently located uh, outside of the DC area. So Northern Virginia, but technically DC, it's right in my backyard. I work in the digital marketing space. So I do social media monitoring, creation, uh, content, and other things for small businesses in order to help them to do what they need to do and meet their goals because they're on the front line. So I do the back behind the scenes work and teaching people exactly how to work in their social platforms to get the best bang for the buck of their time. 
And I love, love what I do. So it's a lot of fun to see the ROI that comes from social media. And the name of your company, girl, is? It is Mockup Media, M-O-K-U-P-M-E-D-I-A. And that's because my initials are M-O-K. It's not because I don't know how to spell. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, And where, my friend, can everyone hear your beautiful voice every single morning? Every single morning, I have an Alexa brief called the social snippet. So if you have some sort of Alexa device or Echo device, it can be utilized to enable the social snippet skill. And then you can hear me give you a social media tip every single day, Monday through Sunday. Yes. And if you guys don't know what the heck Meg is even talking about, then you obviously haven't visited smartspeakerwebinar.com. If you need your brand on smart devices, which you do, go visit smartspeakerwebinar.com. Sorry, Meg. I just had to do a commercial right there. <laughs> no, that's a, I would completely agree with that statement because they need to go over and see it or hear it and, and start working on it because that's really what gave me the, the kick in the pants to get it done and get started. And I'm so happy that I did. Just the traffic yes. to my website has been tenfold what it was before really? I started it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear that? Yeah. That's all I <laughs> Mic drop, end of conversation. Just kidding. And if you guys can't tell, if you guys can't tell, Megan and I are friends, right? She's in the Traffic and Leads membership program. I respect what she does. I listen to her um, Alexa briefing every morning. She gives amazing tips. And I, I mean, she, this girl knows what she's doing. So you guys need to listen up to this conversation. So that's Thank all I have you. to say about that. <laughs> and okay. I love yours as well. So make sure that people are getting on yours as well. Cause that's yeah, yeah. part of my daily rotation. <laughs> if I miss it, it's called, it's almost like uh, my coffee. But I have to have my coffee and I have to have my daily brief. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay being very excited talking to you about social media or about digital marketing. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so today's topic is this Meg authentic relationships. Now this is my thought when I hear the word authentic, I think that it's an overplayed word that nobody really knows what it means. But I feel like you're different. I feel like you know what it means. And you're going to tell us today, what does it mean to build an authentic relationship online? Definitely. It's taking one of those buzzwords and making it real. Yes. So the authentic relationship building is actually taking a person's brand or your business or whatever it is that you're putting out to the world and adding the human element into it. So creating those conversations and connecting with the people with whom you actually want to be speaking, the right ideal clients, the right followers, the right people who are really going to be interested in your message and making sure that they're getting the words that you are speaking. So that authentic relationship helps to take those potential cold leads into those warm handshakes just through the power of uh, brand building and social media. Okay. So what would you say your specialty is out of all the social media profiles in order to build authentic relationships? I'm going to give you two. Give me two of your very favorite way, favorite platforms to build authentic relationships because we're going to dive into those specifically. Definitely. My two favorites are Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's talk Twitter. Okay. Yes. So Twitter, Twitter's a lot, but why don't you give Twitter us... Is. Is that fair to say? Twitter's a lot. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter is Twitter is a lot. Twitter is a lot. Twitter tends to take a lot, but once you get the hang of it, it's really not that scary. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, why don't you tell us, as a brand, give us some of your best tips or your thoughts on how to build authentic relationships through Twitter? Do we just go randomly at? people we want to do business with? I wouldn't say starting out that way. I think it's a, it comes as a mix. So you want to be able to share some value adding content and conversation building 
items. So if you have something, you know, a top 10 tricks or a video that you enjoyed or even content curation where you actually find something somebody else has created and share your thoughts about it, all of that's going to help to kind of build a foundation for you. And then on top of that, when people are starting to like things that you're sharing and they're starting to interact with the things that you're sharing, then you can actually tag them and let them know that you've seen what they're doing and ask them for their opinions. One of the best ways to get interaction on Twitter is to ask for assistance. So if you're asking for help or asking for advice, people are going to be more likely to interact with you versus just shouting at an empty room. You don't want to do that. So making sure that you're actually talking to uh, content and talking to different topics that are really relevant to the people that are following you or that you follow. I would also suggest taking part in Twitter chats which can be overwhelming. One of my favorite Twitter chats is excessively overwhelming because there are so many people that join it, but I'm there every Thursday at one o'clock. No holds barred. I'm always there. And I can tell you that I get you know a few more followers every time I'm on and the conversations are real and genuine. And I've, I've met so many new people that I actually continue to interact with far beyond the Twitter chat versus just somebody who likes and runs. So for those in the audience that have no clue what a Twitter chat is, can you explain that <laughs> to them? I can't. It's like a digital meeting on Twitter. So basically, you have some sort of topic that is usually industry specific. So the one that I participate in is called Twitter Smarter. And it's from Madeline Sklar. She hosts it. And she has a hashtag, which is hashtag Twitter Smarter. So every tweet that goes out within that hour of the Twitter chat, it's set for the same time every week. It's advertised at the same time or, or as being at the same time. And people can join in just by going to their regular Twitter profile. So they just start tweeting. You can, you know, they'll put questions on and you answer by writing like A1 for answer one to question one. So at the end of every tweet, you will actually put the hashtag Twitter smarter and people can follow the conversation based upon those hashtags. That's why on Twitter, hashtags are not dead. They're still utilized. They're still very important. They're not used ironically uh, as they happen to be sometimes on Facebook or other platforms. But using the Twitter smarter hashtag for this, ex- this example helps people to all stay informed and you can read the thoughts of everybody else answering the same questions at the same time. And so there are tools to kind of help you follow the conversation when it gets busy, but it's an easy way using those hashtags to kind of participate in the conversation and everybody's there at once from all over the world and they can have an opportunity to chat about whatever the industry topic is. At that That's week. awesome. And is there software and stuff that you use to make it easier? Because um, sometimes when I'm in Twitter chat, it can be really overwhelming all of the responses if you have a lot of people on it or is that just, or do you consider that just part of the fun, Meg? Just being, you know, feeling overwhelmed. Always. <laughs> I, I tend to feel a little overwhelmed anyways, but I think part of it's excitement. Okay. The one thing I would recommend is uh, turning off your sound. Oh. So if you have notifications on, your phone's going to go nuts. So I just turn my phone on silent and use my computer because it's, it's better that way. So I actually use TweetDeck and TweetChat in conjunction with one another to kind of stay up to date because sometimes one might lag or the other one might be a little bit slower. So I kind of keep an eye on, you know, a couple different tabs that are open. But if you just choose one, either tweetdeck.com or tweetchat.com, that'll let you follow those hashtags very, very easily and everything will populate the same place. So you're not always refreshing your actual. I love it. I love it. Awesome. So join Twitter chats. That's one way to build authentic relationships. But how else on Twitter can we do that? We share good content, of course, and then we start asking we share questions. Shit. Like we're you're, you're telling us, yeah. Meg, to act like real people out on Twitter. That's what you're telling us to do. Wah. Right? Just kidding. 
Exactly. Right. You have to act like a real person and not complain all the time. <laughs> you can't be spammy. You can't complain. You just have to pretend like you're at a chamber event, but it's in the Twitter sphere almost. Exactly. And you, it's like a chamber event. with yes. emojis. Oh, Ooh, a regular old <laughs> chamber event. I love it. I love it. Um, right. any other Twitter, Twitter tips that you can give us? Twitter. I mean, it's going to do well for you if you are consistently participating with the platform. So the more that you're on, the more that you're sharing things, the more that you're talking to other people, it may not be just always putting things out on your profile, but answering other people is going to be a great way for them to connect with you because they want you to, to see their stuff too. So making sure that you're actually being active on the platform is a really good way to build a following on that. Space. So, so now my, my question turns to automation. So, so many people who run businesses or brands, they don't have time to be out on Twitter, you know, for a couple hours a day building relationships. Um, and if we hire exactly. someone like you, do you act on behalf of the customer and how does that work with voice? And is that insincere? Cause it's not really you, but it is really you. Like, how do you automate it and just make it more than just, I have to be in order for Twitter to be a good lead gen opportunity. I have to be out there for an hour a day or whatever you time block for that. For, from a client perspective, I actually do it all on my own, basically. I do use things like TweetDeck to schedule some of that content that doesn't involve real-time right. interaction. So if it's we're saying we're going to an event tonight, uh, the client's going to an event tonight, I don't get to go. But if they're going to an event in the evening, we make sure that we kind of shout that out earlier in the morning. And that's something that can be scheduled ahead of time. But then when we actually get to the event and they're live tweeting, then that's me on the other side getting the photos from the client and sending the tweets so that they can participate in whatever the you know possible chamber event is. But on the other side, I'm sending things out, tagging the right people, those sorts of things. So that's the benefit of having somebody who's dedicated to just your platform and just your business doing your social media. If you are just, I mean, you're bootstrapping everything and you're not ready for that quite yet, then using something like TweetDeck to schedule is a great way. And with TweetDeck, it doesn't say posted by TweetDeck. It doesn't say as if you use, if you're, if you use Buffer or if you use Hootsuite or something, it's going to say posted by Buffer. So people are going to know that you're not there. But because TweetDeck is somewhat integrated within the Twitter platform, it's not going to say on the actual tweets posted by TweetDeck. So it gives the illusion that you're sitting right there hitting the send button from your very own computer Makes or sense. phone. Makes sense. Okay. So now, now it's, it's dawning on me that you missed my favorite platform, Meg, which is Facebook. So there's no doubt that that is my favorite platform right now. But how come you didn't say we can build authentic relationships on Facebook? Why is that not your favorite? I have to ask. Because you only gave me two. I know. <laughs> you are on Facebook, girl. Come on. Yes, I am always on Facebook. I think for, especially for the clients that I have right now, most of them are government contractors. And because of that, they're a little bit wary of Facebook. Mm. But Facebook has a huge value to most small businesses. And I would also say that these government contractors should be on Facebook. We're working on it. We're just kind of trying to change that, uh, that branding issue that Facebook might have that is just for moms. Facebook is not just for moms, but most of the decision makers in families, when conversations come down to it, are the women. And people aren't going to really agree with that because, you know, they'd like to think that decisions are made by whoever's the head of the household, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of times those are conversations that are had by one or two people. And a lot of those decision makers driving forces are women. So being on Facebook is a really great place for brands to be because there's that's where people are going to do the research. So I would not 
discount Facebook. And I said Instagram because it's the little sister to Facebook. So we can kind of double dip there. That's true. That's true. I wasn't picking on you. I was just wondering, right? Um, <laughs> no. I would have picked enough. Facebook because it's my favorite right now. Um, so let's, let's skip over to the old, the old Insta Instagram. Okay. So. The Instagram. The, yes. Yes. The Insta fill in the blank. Okay. So <laughs> when we talk about Instagram and you talk about building authentic relationships, what are your best, what are your best tips over there? What makes it such a great platform to building authentic relationships? Uh, cat memes and food. Yeah. So <laughs> that used to be what Instagram was known for was a whole bunch of cat pictures and pictures of food. And now it has changed so much to be more of a business building place that, it, that the whole landscape of the platform has kind of done a bit of a pivot, which is nice, but building the authentic relationships on Instagram is a little bit more difficult because it's, visual, you know, it's, it's more visual and you can, uh, scroll a little bit easier. It's easier to like things because you just scroll, double tap, scroll, double tap, and you're just, you're interacting with everybody. But where Instagram really sets itself apart is in the stories feature, because you can talk directly to people, whoever it is that you're trying to reach through that stories feature. And it doesn't take a lot of, you know, you don't have to put makeup on, you don't have to have a certain set of lighting. You don't have to have a lot of these other things that people think they need to integrate that video portion of social media into the platform. It's already right there for you. And it also lends itself to be a little bit more discoverable because it's got the hashtag feature that's built right in. Yeah. So for those that don't know what Instagram story is, Meg, do tell, do tell. Instagram stories are basically the uh, new version of Snapchat. So Instagram basically stole Snapchat's capabilities and stuck it on their own platform. So they were able to create a space where you can make 24-hour thick pictures or videos and things like that that stay on the platform that your followers are notified by, but that can also be discovered by new followers based on the things that you're putting inside that story. And the entire, the entire power of a story is you better watch it now because it's on its way out. Exactly. It is that scarcity mindset. So it's going to be here and it's going to be gone and you're going to miss it. And people don't like to miss out on things. That's true. Okay. So what's your best, what's your best tip for, for just starting out on Instagram and well, yeah, starting out on Instagram and like your content ideas, because I think because it is such a visual platform, many people are very scared of it. I would agree with that, but I think it's important to know your voice and who it is you're trying to speak to. So when you have your voice nailed down for your brand, you know who it is that you're going to talk to. So whether it's giving them some sort of avatar, you give them a name and a face, whatever it is, you know that who you're speaking to and who you're creating your content for is always the same person. So that's going to help your content be cohesive. So when somebody stumbles upon your platform, your profile on that platform, everything's going to look nice and cohesive. So if you're just getting started, make sure you know whom it is you're speaking to and just start talking to them. The content you create is for them. The things that you're sharing are for them. And I would definitely integrate that behind the scenes feeling, which is what people are really looking for. So when they come to your platform, no matter what platform it is, they want to know what's going on behind the, the curtain, professional so blog they post to... that you just released and said they want exactly. a crazy picture of you throwing your computer at the wall because you didn't want to write the blog post, essentially. Exactly. They want to think that they're getting a glimpse into something that not everybody else is going to see. Yeah, it's like the, so if it feels- it's like that one show that was on that's like on 
and now I don't even remember, but it was like there, oh, crap, I shouldn't have even started the story because I don't remember the name of the show, <laughs> but like it's this newsroom and they're all talking about the celebs and stuff like that. And it's almost like, Oh, TMZ. Thank you. That's why TMZ is <laughs> so yeah. freaking popular is because you feel like you're one of the reporters and you're on the inside. And so it's kind of, it is exactly. staged, but it is very much like feels like it's behind the scenes. 100%. And that stories feature feeds into it because I mean, I follow Kayla Cuoco, who's uh, on the Big Bang Theory. She's one of my favorite people to follow because she shows, you know, pictures of her dogs and her rabbit running around the house and the behind the scenes of her and her husband. Like that's not stuff that you see watching a TV show or seeing her on a red carpet somewhere, but you feel like you know her because you're following her. Yes. You feel like you're friends. And so if you were to see her on the street, you'd be like, Oh, Hey, when in reality, she has no idea who you are. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But you definitely know the craziest one that I follow is, um, handmaid's tale. So if you guys don't watch that show is crazy. And like these women's are women are being tortured, but then you go to their Instagram and they're like arms around each other laughing. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> they're like best friends and you're like wait, wait a minute. minute what do you mean it's <laughs> all <laughs> Anywho. um wow what great tips meg um anything else you want to add about instagram before we wrap this bad boy up i would just say if you're going to do instagram do not neglect either feature of the platform so utilize those stories and those standalone posts for a really great uh structure of your digital marketing and your social media for that okay. platform Using both. Okay, well, <laughs> since you brought that up, I'm going to whine at you again. Meg, I don't know what to do for stories. Wah, help us. <laughs> Can you give us some ideas? Start talking. I struggle with this as well because I don't like to always put my face on my stories, but you don't always have to. So if you're taking a walk and you want to share something, you can share the scenery, what you're doing, where you are. If you're at an event, share part of the event. And eventually, as you continue to talk to people through the platform, you're going to get more comfortable turning that camera around and having your face on it, which is going to build the brand and the no like trust factor because people are going to be able to see you. So I would definitely consider actually just starting to talk to people. And while your presence is small, it's a great time to kind of A-B test a few things, see what people like and ask them questions. Is this something you want to hear more of? Is this something that interests you? People are going to answer you because it's really easy to answer people on stories. So if you're just getting started, start asking the questions and the people who are following you, you probably know personally for the most part. So just ask them what they want to see and they're going to, they're going to answer you. All right. I'll stop whining at you now, Meg. Whine away. (laughs) But before I let you go, young lady, I'm going to turn the time back over to you to again, tell us how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know. Oh my goodness. So I am at mockup media, M O K U P M E D I A on all platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Snapchat, Pinterest, YouTube, I'm all those places, all at mock-up media. My personal presence, which I also have, that tends to be a bit more professional, but uh, a few more mom jokes. That one's at Mego Kearns, M-E-G-O-K-E-R-N-S. Again, same thing, all of the places. So I am very active on all of those platforms and always happy to answer questions and just say hello. So if anyone ever wants to stop by and, and needs to know a little bit more about their social media potential, I'm happy to share that with them. I love it. Well, thanks again for being a guest on the show, Meg. Thank you so much for having me. I love this chat. (laughs) 
There you have it, folks. I told you it was an awesome episode. I hope you really enjoyed my talk with Meg. She is outstanding and definitely the best way to get more clients online is through building those authentic relationships. Before I go, remember the big announcement that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast where Alexa is now available on all Windows 10 computers? That is access to so many more listening ears to your brand. So go to smartspeakerwebinar.com, get signed up for my free webinar where I'll tell you all about it and how easy it is for you to get your brand on smart speakers. Do this, folks, before everyone else does. It is time to hop on that train, if you guys know what I mean. All right. And finally, if you need help generating traffic and leads for your small business, that looks like Facebook ads, SEO, pay-per-click, landing pages, webinars, paid ads, non-paid ads, all the ads, right? Everything that generates traffic and leads. Make sure you go and find us at trafficandleads.com. That's what we do. That's why I do this podcast. And finally, if you enjoy this podcast... Please leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. If you don't feel like doing that, head over to my Facebook page, One Click Lindsay, and leave me a review there. I would absolutely love it. All right, folks. Until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with TrafficAndLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Mm-hmm.